Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. On Friday, March 6th, 2020. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the City of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, and of course with us because of our great partnership with SouthBayByJackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you today? I'm doing well this morning, Joe. Again, it's Friday. What is not to love, right? What is not to love, yes. Is Kel there? Oh, is Kelly back? Uh, maybe Kelly put us on mute and... Uh, maybe Kelly put us on mute oh. to get her coffee and oh, she didn't oh, take no, us off she's on. She's on... She's on uh, uh, mute, I think. She, we put her on mute. <laughs> uh, no. Hi, Kelly. Kelly. there? I'm here. Oh, there you are. I'm, I'm here. Sorry. here. I had, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I've, I have the names mixed up on the board. How are you, Kelly? <laughs> I'm wonderful. Happy Friday. I, you know, I always say technology is a blessing and a beast. Um, but it's not the first time I people have tried to mute me. You know, so <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Unsuccessfully, of course. Sometimes things happen for they, a reason. <laughs> right, right, oh. right. Oh my goodness! Well, gracious. we're we're thrilled to have you, and uh, we we love having you, Kelly. Every Friday, we find out more and more about the chamber and how the chamber operates and what it does for its members, it's really uh, quite a benefit to the South Bay and Manhattan Beach in particular. What a great service work. Thank you, Joe. you know, you and thank you. You and Jackie allow us to, you know, take over Friday, and uh, we appreciate that. And I know our members do too. Um, hopefully, listeners do. And I know a lot of our members really appreciate the opportunity to be able to be on and tell their stories. So, um, it's you know, it's definitely um, an added value to chamber membership. I think 99% of the uh, 
the members, you know, we, we put on, or the people we put on are members. Uh, occasionally we have some community group or something, you know, but um, we appreciate the opportunity. So um, guess what? It's Blog Talk Radio Host Appreciation Day. <laughs> I like that. Maybe we can make that a national All holiday. Right. God knows there's enough of us, right? Hey Kelly, I just wanted to mention right. I got I got your uh your your newsletter and yeah. you you have your video of the um uh state of the city that yeah. you did uh, last last week or was it this week or last last it week? Feels and, like it was 6 months ago, but it was just last week. Yes. It was just last week, yes. Um but you know I I thought the I I listened to snippets of it. I listened to the mayor and yours and stuff. But what what you were saying about uh, giving your members an opportunity to talk about their business, you know, there have been several times over the years that we have a, a business person on the show as a guest, and they talk about the business. And I think to myself after the show, you know, I can use their help. I better give them a call. And and and, and seriously, otherwise. I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know that that person was out there available to help me. You know. So. So it is. Yep. It is a good thing. Well, you know, we tell members um, when they join. You know, some will walk in and go, "Hey, I'm new to town, or I'm doing this, or I'm opening up a new business. You know, what should I do? Um, or I'm thinking of opening a business. What should I do? But a lot of times they'll walk in um, after they've already opened and, you know, go, how do I get connected? What do I do? And we, I don't care what kind of business they are. We tell everybody, you know, you, you got to participate, come out, go to the functions. There's so many, and not just our chamber functions. There's so many things to be, to do and be seen at, you know, in the South Bay to participate in, to learn. Uh, I mean, there, it just, you know, you, we know the list goes on and on and on every week. Um, yes. But I just tell people, you've got to get out, you know, get out of your workspace and get to know the people in the community because, um, and I think we also say it over and over again, people here are very loyal and they like to do business and they like to support people or causes or things that they know and I think that's just human nature in general but particularly living in this area and working in this area in the South Bay um, you know it's a very very active you know physically mentally you know business yes philanthropically community and you got to get out there you know the days of sitting behind your computer or waiting for somebody to walk in the door or you know dial your phone are just long gone you you know you've got to get out there and create the relationships so uh this is yep. just one tool i would the blog talk radio even though we can do it from our phones so is the beauty of it um you know we, we we all replay it we we put it on with different social media handles and people can listen and then they bump into somebody i forget i was at a mixer and somebody goes, oh, yeah, and they were pointing to a, another member. They're like, you're the person that was on that radio show. And they happened to listen. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I, yeah, I always say you have to create those threads of connectivity. The South Bay is like a big tapestry, you know, and what is your thread? How, you know, where do you weave it? You know, what color is your thread? How big is your thread? And and where do you weave that thread? And, um you know, it's all we're all busy. It's easy to get you know stuck in your routine or stuck with all the minutiae that we have to do. But um, you, you, there's so many tools available to us in in the world and particularly in this area. So um, this is just just one of the tools in our toolbox. And uh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, I got to tell you something else in your newsletter. 
um, I saw the illustration of the seniors, the new senior scout house that yeah. there's going to be an event for. That is beautiful. Yeah, oh my that goodness, is, that what a beautiful mm-hmm. structure. That is a Louis Tomorrow design, and uh, Louis Tomorrow lives here in Manhattan Beach, a wonderful builder. Um, you know, started off building just stunning homes and has also branched out into commercial. He personally has a beautiful building um, on Sepulveda, uh, kind of across from the mall, kind of that area um, that he built. He's very talented, and uh, he has designed that. And they are in their final oh boy, quarter of raising funds. They haven't until I think the end of May to um, raise the funds they need to build that scout house. And they still have opportunities. They still have kind of naming right opportunities. Like I know there's certain people who have, you know, have um, whatever, sponsored X amount of dollars and, you know, their name's going to be on the kitchen. You know, certain part are going to be on the study room or whatever. And the the Scout House and Senior Center, it's going to be both. It's not going to just be for Scouts. It's going to be uh, for all the senior activities, which are a plenty in this town also, which is so wonderful. Um, but it will also have – I don't know that it's been determined quite yet because there's been a couple different um, – uh, plans, but they're going to have a nice community room that I think will be able to seat kind of like you know 100, 150 people type of thing. Also, so it'll be another facility that people can you know rent for meetings or small functions. And um, you know somebody goes, isn't that like rather uh, large just for scouts? And they use it like once a week. I go, oh no, that thing will be used every single day. You know, so um, hopefully they'll they'll get to their goal. Um, didn't we have them on last year, Julia? Um, um, Jackie, didn't we have Julia on last year? I'll have to. Maybe we, uh, you know, we'll have her back on and do a little update. Um, what's her What's her last What's her last name? McGinnity. Um, I. You know what? No, I don't at, think. I don't think we did. I don't okay. think we did. I name is not ringing a bell. You know what? Um, I'm real looking to that, and even if we did, it would probably be a nice thing to have them back mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. have them give us an update, and uh, we can kind of see where they stand with their final fundraising push. They have the gala coming up, and um, yeah, okay, I'm on it. I'll look into that and uh, <laughs> and okay. you know see where we can uh, fit them in too. Um, anyway, so we had a big week. Um, oh, another and, big week. Another <laughs> big week. We had a big week. We have a new mayor. Dun, dun, dun. We have a new yeah. mayor in town. Yeah. Um, you know, in Manhattan Beach, we change over our mayor. We rotate, I should say, our mayors every nine months, um, just like a pregnancy, you know. Uh, in <laughs> fact, yeah, the mayor, uh, Mayor Nancy Hersman, the outgoing mayor, uh, handing over, you know, the gavel to uh, Richard Montgomery, who is now uh, taking the seat. Um, she she actually made a reference to that. It's kind of like a pregnancy, but um, I, I do think it's easier than a pregnancy. It was pretty funny. Um, I, I always say that. It's like, my mom's just like a pregnancy. People go, oh, okay, they can relate to that, <laughs> you know. So um, Richard, Richard's back in charge. Um, it's been years since uh, he's been mayor. He served, you know, for two terms many moons ago, and um He's obviously, you know, been back on council, and it's his turn. So he is in the driver's seat right now of the city, and um, he'll do fabulous. He's, you know, very involved, and, uh, gosh, he's involved in so many different initiatives. You know, one thing, I'll have to see if we can get him on, too, um, because he's involved in uh, kind of an airport noise 
coalition or commission or something, um, you know, ad hoc committee, one of one of those, um, that is monitoring the noise, not just at LAX, like on, on the southern runways, but Hawthorne Airport. Do you guys get, Jackie, do you get complaints? Do you have people ever talking about kind of the, you know, the planes that fly over more towards the South Bay at odd hours? You know, you know, you know, it's interesting because um, I'm I'm on the flight path for Torrance Airport, and you know normally it's not an issue, but it's so weird because sometimes at night mm-hmm. I'll hear a really big plane going overhead. Yep. And I'm like, why is there a big plane here? There shouldn't be. You know, you can tell the difference between the little small planes oh, and, yeah. and the big airline. And yeah. and it's and I'm and I you know I. If I think hard enough, you know, sometimes fog is an issue or wind is an issue or fires, smoke from fires is an issue. Mm-hmm. But um, it always, it always, it always, I always notice it. Let's put it that way. The rare times yeah. it does happen, it's very noticeable. And I'm like, why is there a big plane flying over my house? So, uh, yeah. but probably not the issues, you know, the northern beach cities have. Yeah, you might be surprised because Hawthorne Airport is flying more jets, and there's some big jets, you know, in this in this oh, world. Yeah. And um, they're flying over. It's been a problem now for a while with Manhattan Beach and uh, Manhattan Beach and North Redondo and kind of Hermosa, um, you know. And they fly up and they fly over. And I um, I've had that where I feel like they're literally going to take off the top of my house. And I mean, wow. there's been a couple times when I run out going, "What? Holy! Like, you, you know, you fear that yeah. it's actually so low it's going to crash. You know, that's how how close it sounds." And well, oh, I didn't, so anyway, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Richard is on this whatever it is commission or something that is um, monitoring all that and kind of reporting into all the cities. So um, I'll see if he um, wants to take the time and is able to um, come. And be on the show too. It'd be fun because he sits on a lot of different. They all do. Uh, they're all fantastic. But Richard, um, you know, those are all kind of poignant um, issues that we could talk about on the show for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Amongst mm-hmm. many other things. And what else? Let's see. What else? Um, the, uh, the outgoing mayor Nancy Hersman on her last evening as mayor hosted. Um, a climate change um, town hall, which was fascinating. There was probably a couple hundred people in the room, uh, very well attended. Love, you know, love that civic engagement and um, a bunch of different experts and some some city, uh, um, you know, leaders and department heads that gave different presentations and talked about beach erosion and uh, mm-hmm. had this interesting videos of um, on big storms and underneath our pier, what, you know, what happens and um, how the sand and how big waves eventually can kind of really take out our beach um, over time. It was, it was fascinating. And, of course, renewable energies and all those other things were discussed too. But, um, you know, uh, Manhattan Beach, I think, is always kind of lead, definitely a leader in, you know, um, sustainability. You're ahead of the curve. Yep, yeah. climate issues, you know, environmental issues. And uh, I actually uh, put a phone call into Dana Murray, our environmental manager, yesterday and said, hey, we need to get you on our show. So hopefully we'll yeah, get yeah. some more of that on, too. So, anywho, <laughs> um, that is kind of what is happening in the world of Manhattan Beach. Um, oh, okay, yeah. got a quiz. It's a big weekend, Jackie. What's happening? It's a big weekend. It's a big weekend. Well, let's see. What have we got going on? Well, there's a big kite festival. I know that. Yeah, I know. Um, 
Oh, boy, you're catching me. You're catching me <laughs> off guard, Kelly. Tell me. Tell me what it you is. You caught me so off guard that one time. I was like, what? So big this weekend. That was so funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, um, daylight savings time. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, On yes, Sunday. Yes. 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 Somebody mentioned to me a couple of days ago, I'm like, what? You know, because we're all so busy. And I'm like, oh, that, that's a, you know, a big one. And we have opening day of uh, Little League tomorrow, the Little League Parade, all your Little Leaguers, past, present, future alumni, um, all those cutie pies, you know, march through the streets of downtown Manhattan Beach with all the old cars and fire trucks and um, hold their banners high and uh, such a cute little thing. So if you, you know, love to see that, come down early tomorrow morning, like 8 a.m. to um, downtown Manhattan beach and um you know the kids march around downtown then up the hill towards american martyrs and land there and i think this is the first year in two years that it's not raining so shh, no rain no rain tomorrow <laughs> oh, yes yeah, yeah. they yeah, had to cancel say, yeah. it yeah which is extraordinary yeah. anyways so uh keep it on the low down yeah <laughs> no rain dance uh until uh 12 o'clock tomorrow um Yes, the uh, delay savings time. So set those clocks, and uh, we spring right. forward. Yep, spring, spring forward. I know, which That's, means we lose an hour, right? It's my favorite time of year. Technically, we lose it, an hour it, in the morning. Yes. Yes. Right. Y- yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's a Saturday. You set your clock, but set your clocks forward one hour Saturday night, and sleep in Sunday morning. And and unless you have to get up really early for church or something, you should be okay. Yeah. But that's to me that. That is the first sign of the coming summer is when we set our clocks forward. I, I get so excited about that. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. we've got a big show. we got a big show today, so we have to get to it. Right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, we do, Jackie. Who's our guest today? Okay, our guest this morning is Carrie Sachs, owner of Creatively Ignite. Now, with more than 30 years developing powerful, concise content and marketing strategy. Carrie Sachs has successfully helped hundreds of businesses capture their unique stories and develop compelling content and creative growth strategies. She considers herself a part of your internal team for the duration of the project and beyond. As a result, Carrie has remained on long-term retainers for several clients over the years. Now, as a certified professional coach with the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, Carrie is uniquely qualified in mindset and business energetics coaching and can tap into blocks or obstacles that might be standing in the way of explosive growth. She offers entrepreneurs, startup companies, and individuals who are determined to launch a business a unique signature program combining coaching and consulting. In addition, Carrie is a motivational and educational speaker and is available for a variety of workshop topics, speaking engagements, and lunch and learns. Now, this morning, we're going to learn what services Creatively Ignite offers and what it can do for your business. Welcome to the program, Carrie. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Well, thank you Another for joining us. Mem- we- <laughs> yes. Another happy chamber member. Um, we were we were talking at the top of the show about all of the things that the Manhattan Beach Chamber does for its members. I mean, it's one of the most active chambers in the South Bay. It's certainly uh, uh, near and dear to our hearts because it sponsors this show on Fridays. And we we know that there are many, many different things that uh, new businesses need. Sometimes they need financing, sometimes they need uh, advice on their products and services, but more often than not, Carrie, it's just that they don't know how to explain what they do. Many businesses start because mom's cookies are amazing 
or 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 dad is a great accountant and he's opening his own practice, but they don't know how to explain what they do. How uh, how would you uh, counsel new businesses to start in terms of I guess sitting down and 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 just taking stock of what they are going to be embarking on? Well, that is a great question, and it's something that I come across a lot in my business. Um, Not only do I work with big corporations and entrepreneurs, but I also work with people who are just starting out a lot. And that is sort of, I guess, probably the biggest challenge that a lot of people face is they have this great idea, they you know, have this passion for what they do, but they have no idea how to kind of get their message out to the world. So one of the things that I like to do, and I kind of consider myself kind of an expert at, is capturing kind of your, your story. So what I do is I sit down with people, and the very first thing that I think is most important is why do you do what you do? You know, what, why are you even doing this? Because people connect with your why they want to know, you know, why would I choose you over somebody else? You know, and I have sort of a three-step formula that I use. And when I look at someone's website or the draft of the copy that they do, and it's based on um, a Build a Story brand book. But really what it is is, you know, what are you offer? How can it help me? And how do I get it? And then also, you know, why are you doing this? What, what lights you up? What's your passion about this? And I kind of help people just really – Almost, I, I like to think of it sometimes as, you know, those old Russian stacking dolls that you would open one up and there'd be a smaller doll inside of it and a smaller doll inside of that. And kind of like I start with the bigger one and I help them to just peel back the layers to get to the core of their business, what it is they're offering. What's very important is what problem are you solving for people and how do they go about getting it and working with you? Because a lot of people forget that. They forget to put a call to action in whatever they're doing. And um, I've been working with a lot of businesses now because of the just scope and the landscape of business all moving, not all, but a lot moving towards digital and online is, you know, you've got eight seconds to capture someone's attention before they're bouncing. So, you know, really all the flowery words are great, but really getting down to that concise message is so important. Mm. Bouncing. Now, Bouncing. bouncing. I know about bouncing. Yes, bounce. <laughs> bounce. Yes, yes. If you if you use Google Analytics or whatever, you you know about the bounce rate, and that and that's really right. important. Yeah, that's that's super important. Right. So when you're a small a small business or even a medium sized business, you know, large corporations have teams of people that that do what you do. But medium-sized businesses and certainly small businesses and individual entrepreneurs don't have a team to look at them objectively from the outside and say, well, you know, uh, these are the things that you should be enhancing about your message. And these are the things that I can't even tell from your marketing messages that you do, uh, even though it's a major part of what you offer, I can't even find it. How do you how do you take an entrepreneur through that process? Well, first, what I like to do, and this is sort of where my coaching background comes in and where I've been able to 
fold it into my messaging strategy is I kind of take people not just where they are now, but where do you want to be a year from now in your business? Because, you know, sometimes you have things you want to do or want to offer, but you think, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. Um, So I like to kind of get people in sort of a visioning mode and think where they want to be a year from now. You know, what do you want to be offering? What do you want your business to look like? And then I kind of go backwards from there and kind of help them, you know, figure out how to wrap words around that. And what I like to say is kind of I help people. What I do, and this is, is I record a call. I'll do a Zoom call with them, and I'll just ask them a bunch Mm. of questions, and I record it, Mm. and then I go back. And I pick up the phrases and I'll transcribe it all. And that's where I start putting my puzzle together. So that way I'm capturing their unique brand voice. And so their, their content doesn't sound like cookie cutter content like everyone else's. It really has their unique way of talking, speaking, writing. For, what I like to think I do is writing from the heart with words that sell. I love that 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 concept, almost a, a phrase, unique brand voice. There's the, the phrase or the, the acronym USP, uh, unique selling proposition that every business has to establish to differentiate themselves between, uh, you know, from their competitors. But also there's another thing that uh, I don't think enough small businesses uh, focus on, and, and we've talked a lot about this internally uh, with the chamber and, and, and others, that today it's all about video. I mean, people are, are captured by and encouraged by uh, video. Um, it doesn't have to be long, 10 seconds of video on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or any of the other new social medias can, can make a huge impact. How do you get your clients to understand that video, uh, at least some production of video on a regular basis is a very important thing. Well, I think most people nowadays agree that you're much more likely, I think there's a statistic that uh, you're 95% more likely to retain content from a video than just having a bunch of words, which is sort of counterintuitive to what I do. But I also help people to kind of capture – it's even harder when you have less amount of time, even in a video, you know, to kind of say what you do or share your message. Um, And ironically, I'm actually working um, with people on developing their video message because that's, like you said, sort of the wave in our attention span these days. So I think most clients these days are um, understanding that it's important to have video Uh, What a lot of people don't necessarily understand is the investment and why it's worth it. But I also tell, you know, a lot of my clients, and this is one of my sort of, um, when I talk about business energetics and coaching is done is better than perfect. And if you, you know, if you wait forever to have everything be all your ducks in a row and everything be so perfect, you kind of get mindset of, well, I'll be ready when. So I encourage people, just go out and do it. You know, just record your video on your phone if you have to for now. You know, and once you start maybe um, bringing in more revenue in your business and generating more revenue, then you can go and get the production of the professional video. 
you know, which is very important. And it kind of depends on your target market too. You know, who are you trying to reach? Who's your ideal client? You know, is it somebody who's home with their kids and just wants to see somebody in their real life walking on the strand, pushing their stroller, you know, or are you going for a corporate market where they're going to want something that looks super professional and know that you're not just somebody, you know, sitting on your couch kind of with making videos. Mm -hmm. So it really depends. But um, yeah, so I think a lot of people do understand the importance. They just get caught up in, well, either I don't have the right equipment. You know, I've seen so many people struggle with what light should I buy? You know, what ring light should I buy? What this? And then they're not even putting anything out there because they're so busy you know, thinking, well, I'll be ready when I have the perfect equipment, the perfect microphone, all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. I, I have to tell you, the experience I had, what, what you're talking about, Carrie, um, a, a company that I do business with, that they advertise with me, um, before they were advertising with me, they they knew the importance of videos. So they hired a videography company to to make the video for their website, and they had a spokesperson that was that was going to do it, you know, be on the video, not not the company people, but a spokesperson. And um, they they did it, and she was like, at the end of the day, she was like, okay, well, for some reason, it's not quite right. You know, the spokesperson was good. You know, her her appearance, she spoke well and everything. And it was funny because when they when when they came to me for my for the ad on MySpace. Um, I, I wrote the copy and they loved it so much. They said, that's what we were trying to get. And so they actually redid the video with my copy. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so the, the importance of what you're saying, I totally get it. I totally get it. You know, cause mm-hmm. when I create, when I create ads for my clients, you know, I sit down and I talk with them. And I'm like, what are you trying to get through? You know, uh, you know, th- that's not my main focus like it is yours. But um, I, I have to do it every so often. And, and that's, that's, it's really important, as you said, in your own voice, uh, clearly and concisely getting, getting out there what you do. Right, right. And I work with a lot of, you know, diff- a very wide range of clients. And so, and they all have a unique voice. So one of my big clients that I do a ton of writing work for is a practice management consultant, and she's writing to doctors and aesthetic practices. So there's a a certain voice, and she's a very casual, um, direct-to-the-point person. So when I write for her, you know, I capture her voice. When I write for a transformational, motivational speaker, you know, there's different phrases different people use. So, you know, I'm very in tune to what is your brand voice? You know, are you casual? Are you mm-hmm. formal? Are you so? So that's something that really just comes with really getting, and that's what's so important to me is making the connection with my client. I take the time to really understand not just their business, but also, you know, what's their why behind what they do, what they do, how do they speak, you know, what phrases do they use, and I just take a lot of time to really get to know them because that's, you know, like Kelly was just saying, we all are about building relationships and connections. And, you know, to me, that's obviously the most important thing with the clients I work with. And fortunately I've gotten to the the point where I can work with people who are kind of aligned with the way I work. So it's been a really wonderful evolution, I think, you know, in business for me to be able to just work with so many amazing people. 
Yeah, it's a specific skill set. You know, it's funny because we we have a lot of small businesses on this show. And as Joe, as we always say, you you think, oh, I have this great recipe for cookies. Um, Everybody loves them. I'm going to set up shop and I'm going to sell them. But they don't realize that they also have to be an accountant. They have to be human Mm -hmm. resources. They have to deal with, you know, taxes and the law, Uh, you know, things that they, they don't think about. When, when they're setting up and they're, and they're thinking about this great cookie recipe they have. And this is yet another aspect, Carrie, what you do. It's another aspect to that is, uh, you know, most people aren't professional writers. You know, so they, they, mm-hmm. they, they won't know the first thing. They wouldn't know the first step in how to go about writing copy for an ad for what they're selling. And so this is, you know, again, another, another tool in the toolbox to get – to get your message out there. You know what we're going to do? We're going to we're going to take a quick station break, Joe, right? Mhm. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, uh we're uh talking about things that matter here in the South Bay. That's what we do because it's the South Bay show. And uh we we come to you live every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. to bring you the best of the South Bay, of course, on on Thursday it's South Bay Spotlight, and we spotlight a, a great business or a great event or uh, some something else that's a magical and amazing that's happening in the South Bay, and then uh, and that's from you know El Segundo south to the hill, and then from the from the Pacific Ocean east to Torrance, but on Fridays it's Manhattan Beach Chamber 360 proudly. We're sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber, and we're bringing you something of value in general uh, focused on Manhattan Beach, the city, and, of course, on uh, the efforts of Manhattan Beach Chamber members. Uh, and we're, we're, we're really proud to do that. And you can join in every Thursday and Friday. You can uh, join in via podcast. And any smartphone uh, uh, or smart speaker will be uh, uh, at your beck and call. Just say, uh, Siri, um, play the South Bay Show, or Google, play the South Bay Show, or Alexa, play the South Bay Show. So it's very easy to find us. Now, uh, Carrie, one of the things that occurs to me is we have this standard mantra that we've developed over the years that every business, every small business, needs at least three professionals in their lives on first name basis at the top of their Rolodex, their accountant, their lawyer, and their, uh, their insurance agent. Those three professionals make such a critical difference in every business. Whether you're a professional uh, consultant like I am, where you need uh, uh, errors and omissions insurance, or you're a retail operation where you need slip and fall insurance, insurance professional, accountant, and, and uh, a, a great lawyer. But I'm now going to add a fourth one, and it's marketing or message. You, you seem to have your finger on something that I think many small businesses fail at. They just don't have a complete message to deliver to, uh, you know, through their marketing, through their, you know, the elevator, the classic elevator pitch. Um, I, I know that the chamber talks to their members about this, but I know that they, the many of these members could use a lot of help. Can you comment on that for for uh, for our audience? 
Sure. Yes, I could. Thank you so much. Um, and I, I am a firm, 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 just biggest cheerleader and feel like poster child for the chamber. So I will be happy to chat with you about a little bit about how it's helped me so much in a bit. But in terms of, you know, having somebody for your messaging, you know, one of the things, and I'm guilty of this too, as I'm sure we all are, is sometimes we're the cobbler with the worst shoes, you know, in our business. Um, and, and what's really hard is when it, when you're an entrepreneur or um, a small business owner, you're so close to what you do that it's really hard to be objective. And so sometimes we think we're explaining things that are in our head and the way we see it, but you have to get outside your head and get into the mind of your customers and your clients. So, you know, again, it, everything has to be about them and you're just sort of the guide helping them to achieve their goals. So you want your customer and your client to sort of be the hero in their own journey. And so how can you empower them to make a great choice to use your product or service or enroll in your program or shop with you you know, whatever, whatever type of business you have. So a lot of times you, it's just getting outside yourself. You know, sometimes like you said, a, somebody to help them, an accountant or a lawyer, you, you have to stay. And this is one of my favorite books. It's called the big leap. I don't know if you guys have ever read that, but it talks about stay in your zone of genius as much as you can. And, you know, we all have these different zones, a zone of incompetence, competence, excellence, and a zone of genius. And, you know, there's lots of things we can do okay, but there's somebody who can do it way better than you and they're an expert. And that's when you outsource is when you're too close to it or even your time, like you have your time. And this is what I tell all of my clients and and I, for myself as well, your time is your only non-renewable resource. So if it's going to spend, if, if it might take you a whole week to try to write a press release about your business uh, but you could pay somebody who it's, could take an hour and does it all the time. You know, it, how much time do you want to spend on something that you're still going around and around and around? So, and again, I just think a lot of times we're just too close to what we're doing to be able to, uh, you know, take ourselves out of our own box and our own mind and put yourself in the client's mind. What are they looking for? You know, what problem are you solving for them? What keeps them up at night when they're, you know, stressing about something? You know, what, what is that pain point? and the solution. So I like to tell people, you know, think about what are your clients' biggest pains, challenges, and frustrations that they're struggling with, and, you know, what are the big, bold results of working with you? And then how do you bridge that gap to put that into words? Carrie, Carrie, Hmm. I love that. What was the name of that book again? Oh, it's such a phenomenal book. It's called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, G-A-E Hendricks. And there's so many great kernels in there, but it's, you know, also talks about a concept called upper limiting, which I use a lot of times when I'm, when I'm coaching people through business is sometimes when we're about to break through to the next level, we do something to kind of sabotage ourselves in another area of our life or cause drama. And when you're, when you have that awareness and I find myself going through that sometimes, you know, like say your business is about to explode and then you just go pick a fight with your spouse or something like that, or you're, you know, causing issues with your kids or, you know, it's because you're getting to where you're breaking a limit to a new level and you get scared. So you're like, I don't deserve this. Like I can't have everything be great. I got to have some drama going on. And so, but it's a great book, but the part, you know, that really pertains to this is, 
you know, just play in your zone of genius or excellence. And then uh, your stuff that you're yeah. confident about, that's what you outsource. That, you know, I, I don't know the book. I never read the book. I'm going to read the book because what you just said about those various zones of incompetence, zones of excellence, zones of genius, that, that is to be, to be self-aware of that. It can be, just be beneficial to everybody. Know what you're great at. Know what you're not good at. I, uh, by the way, I, I have a whole list of things that I'm not good at, and I know it. So <laughs> I'm, one step, I'm one step ahead of the game. Um, that, that is, I love that. I, I had never heard that before. Um, Joe, I'm really surprised that, that you, because you read hmm. a lot, hmm. and you're always coming up with I, these great books. That I'm surprised that you haven't mentioned this book. I I I agree, and I <laughs> I think that uh, you know I've been listening to, and I follow you know I follow these these uh, gurus. Uh, my one of my favorite gurus that I follow on a, on a at least a, a twice a week basis is a guy named uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, I know. Yeah, he talks a lot about um, how. You know, as a business person, you have to get content out there. The the market needs to know that you exist. So document. Don't 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 produce. In other words, don't spend time on the lighting and don't spend time on the script. Just record. Just record in a raw fashion what you're accomplishing and what what you're trying to accomplish for clients. And people will find you and they will overlook the production quality because they're really more interested in the ideas anyway, and they want to know that you have solutions for them. And I, you know, I, I just uh, resonate with your message there. Uh, uh, I, I, I think that's a very powerful, but the other thing about this book, the big leap, the cover is one of the most innovative covers I've ever seen. It's a picture of two goldfish bowls a small one and a big one and a goldfish is taking a huge leap and he's in mid leap from the small goldfish bowl to the big one and it's something that I've I've struggled with I certainly have I've done great in my little small goldfish bowl but getting to the next level has always been a challenge for me I'm I'm uh, getting it on audible right now I'm getting it on audible right now <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to um, jump in here. I'm just looking. Um, I've never, you know, I've never, well, I think I've seen the book, uh, Joe, now that you mentioned the cover, I just, I'm pulling it up like on Instagram as we're talking here. And I'm like, oh, I've seen that, yeah. but it just never registered in my head. So I'm just looking at his um, Instagram page and I just want to read this quote because it's kind of what Carrie said. I love Carrie, you said, you know, play in your zone of genius. That is a mm. really powerful uh, statement. So uh, his most current post, whoops, hold on. I just had it. There we go. Um, okay. Sorry, my thumbs are working too fast. Um, it says, each of us has an inner thermostat setting that determines how much love, success, and creativity we allow ourselves to enjoy. When we exceed our inner thermostat setting, we will often do something to sabotage ourselves, causing us to drop back into the old familiar zone where we feel secure, which is kind of another way of what, you know, Carrie, you said too. Um, oh, like, that is so powerful, and that is so true. 
right? It's called upper, yeah. calls it upper limiting. And it's like, once you hit that upper limit, you're like, oh no, I don't deserve, you know, I can't make a million dollars in my business. That's, that's not, you know, going to happen. Oh my God, I can't have like a great marriage, a happy business, you know, everything. And you're like, oh my God, no, no, no. And then you go back to your comfort zone because, you know, it's, it's fear. It's all fear. And that's, you know, part of breaking through. And that's what I work with a lot of clients too, because, and again, that just seems to be folded into everything we do. We all have sort of this kind of limit or, or upper limit, and it's just leaping past that. It's like, why not you? You know, why not me? Why can't I do this? And so, yeah, but it is a really great book. So if you, anybody out there get a chance, it's, um, it's very um, eye-opening. It's something that I do a lot with people. Like I'll say, what are, you know, what are the things that, like for me, I totally am horrible at, you know, I'm a creative type. So I'm, and I know this is not, you know, I'm not trying to stereotype every creative person, but I really suck at systems and, you know, structure and saving receipts and getting all my finance, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I finally got to a point where I'm like, nope, gotta, I've got to outsource this. This is just not, this is me playing in my zone of incompetence. You know, it, it's same thing oh. with building out a, a marketing funnel. You know, I can write it. I can sell. I, I've had people, you know, I write landing pages that convert for people to sell their programs and whatever. But the tech part, forget it. You know, I've got to just outsource that. And that's why I have people. And it's been such a great resource, too. And I always try to support people as well in the chamber and ask for recommendations and in the local community. And so, you know, we've all mm -hmm. got to support each other. So, Carrie, yeah. the question for, that comes to mind for me is, is we are uh, we're getting uh, towards the, the last quarter of the show. I want to ask, mm -hmm. how do you widen your circle? How do you uh, – how do you – get more people aware of what you do? Do you have seminars? Do you have, have regular uh, podcasts? Do you do anything like that? Well, actually, um, it's interesting you asked that because five years ago I had, well, now it's six and a half years ago, I decided I was moving to Manhattan Beach. One way or the other, I had no idea how. Um, I was getting divorced. I was um, – just had been here. I knew this is where I wanted to live. And I created this five-year plan to get here. And I would come out here five or six times a year to visit. And one of the very first from, things from, I did. From was, where, Kerry? From Houston. From where? So from Houston. Okay. So I had launched my business about um, six and a half years ago in Houston. I was a stay-at-home mom for 23 years. So I didn't work outside the home. Had no clue how this was all going to work. But I was determined to have a business that was portable and that I could move to Manhattan Beach um, when my youngest went off to college. And so when I first, the year before I moved, I went in and I, you know, went into the chamber and I was wanted to join and, and it was like, well, why don't you wait till you move here so you can actually like come to things. But so one of the very first things I did when I moved here was I joined the chamber probably a couple of weeks after I moved. And then I, facilitated the women's mastermind that was like a month later. And then I got super involved um, just in the community. And, you know, before I had brought a lot of my clients with me from Houston because I can, you know, work virtually, but I decided that the way I was going to 
widen my circle like you mentioned here was just in person because not only was I, you know, really I'm all about building connections and getting involved in the community and, you know, business comes naturally with that. I don't ever approach things as I'm looking for business. I just want to build relationships. And I was also really wanting to build friendships because I was brand new here and um, kind of creating this next chapter of my life. So um, Kelly was just so amazing. And I got to volunteer for the Best of Manhattan Beach Committee. The past two years, I've been a mentor for the Youth Entrepreneur Academy through the chamber where I've met so many um, interesting people, and I'm mentoring this amazing kid right now. Um, I got involved in a lot of networking groups, and just really, I'm doing leadership Manhattan Beach right now. Um, Kelly actually through the chamber had referred me, you know, to somebody, and I have done some work for the city. So it's just been a great way for me to make connections, and business just comes naturally when you build relationships. So my whole goal is just to be part of this community and give back and you know I just always feel like your vibe attracts your tribe and you know when you're around great people and you get involved and you give back business just comes to you you know that or at least Mm. that's been my experience that's a that's a new phrase for us uh vibe attracts your tribe your vibe attracts your tribe yeah that's one of my favorite um and it's true, what you put out comes back, and the people, when you're, you know, I think, um, Jackie, I, I think actually I might have sent you an email when I was first moving here, and you said, I'm sure we'll meet, because the 20 percenters who get involved, you know, at some point or another always do, and I don't know if you remember yep. that, you probably talked to a million I people, do. but it's I do, true. I do remember so, yeah, so it, it's true. You you know you put yourself, you get involved, you give back, you just become a part of a community, and you you know to me that's the way I widen my circle. Right, right, fantastic. I have I have a question. Well, well you know something. It, it, yes. It's funny. This is you know how we occasionally veer off on the show. It's so funny. I just have to mention that both Joe and Carrie mentioned they they used a couple of words that anybody under thirty is not going to know. Joe, you mentioned a Rolodex, and Carrie mentioned a cobbler. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that expression. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, a lot, lot of, lot of, lot of people, young people are just not going to have any at the top, the, the front of your Rolodex or the top of your Rolodex. And I, I immediately visualized it when you said it, Joe. Uh, but a lot of people <laughs> won't. But anyway, Carrie, I have, I have another, I have a question for you. Uh, in the intro, it, we also mentioned that you're a certified professional coach. Um, what came first? It's a chicken egg thing. Did the coaching thing come first or did the business come first? Were you doing the business and you, and you realized that coaching could uh, help with that or how did that work? Which came yeah, first? no, I, w- I had launched my um, PR marketing writing business. I had, uh, you know, some clients and decided that, you know, personally for me, I actually, I was actually in a tent in the Serengeti. Um, when I decided that I wanted to look into a coach certification um, and I was counseling with one of the safari guides was trying to start a business and I was, you know, staying up, there's not much to do in the Serengeti at night. So I was <laughs> with no electricity. And so we were sitting there talking about it. And all of a sudden I realized, you know, God, I really love this. I really love helping people to, you know, with creative ideas and helping them to vision, you know, to see their, longer term vision. And that's 
you know, part of the reason. And I also wanted to just help people know that it's never too late to start a new chapter. It's never too late to launch a business, to launch a passion project. And so I went actually while I was living in Houston, this was probably four years ago, three and a half years ago, um, I did all of my coach training, which was an eight month program with three live weekends. And I did it all in LA because I wanted to meet people in this community because I knew I was going to move in a couple more years. So I made a lot of connections through that. And actually the coach training seminars were all right by LAX. So conveniently I was able to stay here. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, I knew a lot of people around LA. So I kind of folded the coaching. And at first I was doing a a lot of coaching with people who were just going through life transitions. Um, But then it just kept making more and more sense that it kind of folded into business coaching and entrepreneur coaching and helping people through just kind of, you know, where I could do marketing, messaging and mindset because so much of business is mindset and, you know, just having somebody to be accountable to and kind of hooking your caboose to somebody who, you know, is maybe one step or two steps ahead of you in business. So it's just been for me, I'm just so, I just feel so fortunate that I'm here living where I want to be living and able to help other people to get their message out into the world and, you know, to really be able to shine. You know, Joe Kelly, it sounds like she's got it all figured out, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I'm really a hot mess. (laughs) it really does no it really does i i always appreciate hearing these stories of people that have a dream and uh and they actually see it through to fruition um you know a lot of people a lot of people just don't do that a lot of people just uh sit sit on their couch and think oh i'd love to do this i'd love to do that and then they don't uh take any of the steps necessary to get it done so so it's uh uh I, I enjoy I enjoy those stories. I enjoy those stories. Right. Yes. I mean, I, I honestly, and, and I'll just one quick aside. So uh, for every single thing for five years, I used Manhattan Beach 2018 <laughs> everywhere, typing it on my computer. That was my password for everything when I was moving here. And I had, you know, all this stuff everywhere. It was just really funny. So the first thing my son told me I needed to do was change my password. <laughs> He's like, Mommy, you've told everybody uh, yeah, that. That's what it's I was, all over. Uh, you've written blogs. <laughs> Everyone's going to hack into your account. So, yeah. That's, good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good. That's good. But, but a, a, a multiple time a day reminder of where you wanted to be, what you wanted to do. So, uh, yeah, I hope you did change the password. That that yes. would be inconvenient. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, listen, um, tell us how people can get in touch with you. Do you have a website? Do you uh, an email or uh, Instagram? Or give us, give us, give us a website give you the or scoop, address. Huh? Yeah, so my website is um, www dot creatively ignite dot com and I'm on Instagram at Carrie Sachs Creative and Facebook at Creatively Ignite and you can give me a call if you at seven one three six seven nine one seven eight two. Um if you go to my website there's a video that explains what I do on there. Um, and there's also a free download that is a 
how to write a bio and an about me page that you can download too with just some tips on that. And I always offer a free half an hour, either coaching connection session through, you know, or a messaging session. So I'm happy to connect anybody um, and look over whatever they have and just kind of give them some, some quick advice and connect to see if it might make sense for me to support them further. And I you know, do a lot I of love I love the Sorry. name Creatively Ignite. Uh, that, that, you know, it's a visual. It's not just a couple of words. It's a real visual. You, yes, and I actually just rebranded it. So, yeah, like Ignite Your Creativity. And, you know, um, that's my favorite thing to do ever is just creatively brainstorm ideas with people. I have a hard time turning my brain off. Sometimes in the middle of the night I wake up with a tagline for somebody. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm just – I love to help people just really – Expand their business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love this. We well, we learn something that's new. That's a wonderful we thing. We learn something new every week on this show, Joe. You know, that's yes, that's do. what it's yes, all we about. Do. Well, it's been Kelly. a wonderful uh, oh, time. Okay. Yeah, right. Kelly. There. Let's see if Kelly wants. Kelly I'm wanted here. to jump in. Nope, I just want to see if you wanted to jump in before we Kelly. end. Yeah, Kelly. I think every member of the Manhattan Beach Chamber should have a creatively ignited session where they <laughs> they review their messaging. I just think that that's a fundamental that every business needs to do. What do you think, Kelly? No, I agree. And uh, it's always something good to revisit. But I think back to Carrie's original point is, uh, and I think yours too, Joe, is planning for that extra fourth, you know, bucket of uh, expense and that is marketing and messaging, because that's one of the biggest mistakes. I've said it so many times. That's the biggest mistake that I see with new, especially small businesses opening up if they, if they haven't taken the time to really create that message, know that goal and, and spend, and spend towards it and and have people and have experts you know doing it if your tooth hurts you know you go to the dentist you don't pull it out yourself so if you need messaging you know you might know what you want but let somebody else help you create that message and um properly package it and i i agree Uh, yes yes and yes you you know something you know something seriously if you build it they won't necessarily come you know, you've got to get mm-hmm. the message out there. You know, it's yeah. true. And and by the way, I see this regularly, uh, particularly with small brick and mortar, yep. you know, shops or restaurants and stuff. And something opens up and I'm like, huh, how come I didn't hear about that? You know, and then I keep an eye on them and I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything on social media. I'm not seeing anything in the paper. I'm not seeing anything from the chain. I'm like, huh. They're not, yep. they're not marketing. They're not getting their word out there. They're not going to last long. And I I get, I'm, pretty, I'm getting... I'm getting pretty good at predicting that. I'm just saying. So, Joe, <laughs> let, 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 yeah. let, let's wrap this up, Joe. So, let's wrap this up. So we got a weekend so to get to. As it's the weekend. we got a weekend to get to. The weekend crush is rushing in on us. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about a good accountant, a good insurance agent, good legal advice, and now good messaging advice. These are the four pillars of a strong uh, business. Uh, please take that and think about it this weekend while you're uh, enjoying uh, the weekend. And uh, thank you so much, Carrie Sachs from Creatively Ignite. Thank you for joining us today. 
Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. And thank you, uh, Jackie and Kelly. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> hey, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We've got some weekending to do, so we got to get going. <laughs> weekending. Thanks, okay. Kelly, for taking the time yeah. to be with us. All sure, right. and thank you, right. Kelly, That's... so much. <clears throat> thank you, everybody. Right. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.